Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, you'll hear a conversation I had on Wednesday on my radio show with Trevor Sikama from Pro Football Focus, and it was all about Mad Max Crosby, a conversation you don't want to hear. That plus a whole lot more comes up on Thursday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, July 20th, 2023. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. And welcome here, Raider Nation, to another edition of the Lockdown Raiders Podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen of the day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast to get the latest edition of the show as soon as it becomes available. Of course, if you're checking us out on YouTube, we do appreciate you as always. Definitely appreciate my man Ari. does a great job each and every day making sure we're up on YouTube. We're looking good. We're sounding good. We're doing what we're supposed to do, right? Of course, Ari's keeping us in check. You can find him out on Twitter. At Ari Produces, you can hit me up on Twitter as well, at your boy Q254. If you want to hit up the Lockdown Raider Podcast, voicemail line 707-654-4693. We won't have any calls or texts coming up on the show today. Actually, I do have one text, but it'll come up in segment number one of today's show, but none in segment number three because that'll be part two of the conversation that I had with Trevor Sikama from my radio show on Wednesday, Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Really good piece from Trevor, all about Mad Max Crosby. If you have not seen it on Pro Football Focus, you got to check Check it out. It's actually called Max Crosby. Raiders Max Crosby is running and winning his own marathon to be the NFL's best. I'm telling you, you're going to hear the conversation, both parts one and part two with Trevor Sikama, but you really want to do yourself a favor and read the article. Really good stuff. Taking him back to when he was in high school, uh, his recruitment to Eastern Michigan, how basketball played a major role, how he got his weight up, how he lost weight, got some good weight, everything. How the last dance had a lot to do with where he's at right now as a professional how he became a fourth-round pick in the NFL. A lot of good stuff that you definitely want to hear. That's coming up in segment number two and segment number three of today's Lockdown Raiders podcast. Segment number one, I'd like to hit you with the news and the notes of the day. And if you're looking at the calendar, it's July 20th. What does that mean? The rookies report to camp today. The veterans don't report to the 25th, and the first day of practice is on the 26th. But all the rookies, undrafted free agents, all the guys that were drafted, you know, those guys, some of the free agents even, they show up today at camp. Now, I'll say this. None of us are allowed there as far as media goes, so I won't be able to bring you any coverage and say, oh, I saw Tyree Wilson, or I saw uh, Trey Tucker, or I saw Michael Mayer. It's, it's, it won't be any of that because, again, we're not available to be out there until the 25th, which is the day the veterans report, and then the first day of practice will be on the 26th. And right now, I don't have any other schedule. That's all I have. I believe their first uh, off day from practice will actually be the 30th. But outside of that, Nothing. So I can't tell you yet when the pads are going to go on. I can't tell you, you know, who's going to be speaking to the media and when. I have no schedule yet. But as you could tell, again, looking at the calendar, it's the 20th. So the calendar will be coming and the schedule will be coming sooner rather than later. Also, what's coming sooner rather than later, it looks like uh, a veteran signing. How about cornerback Marcus Peters? This is something that we've talked about quite a bit here on the show. It's been speculated for like, I would say about a month now that Marcus Peters was going to be added to the mix. Uh, I know Vic Tafer had put it out that it looked like Marcus Peters was going to be added to the roster. Vinny Bonsignor has put it out. I know Tashawn Reed's talked about it. Multiple people have talked about the fact that it looked like Marcus Peters was going to eventually sign with the silver and black. And all of a sudden on uh, Wednesday, Vinny Bonsignor tweeted out, Feels like Marcus Peters to the Raiders is inevitable. So when Vinny puts out something like that, usually it means it's going to happen right around the corner. And so I would not be surprised or shocked if sometime today, maybe even tomorrow, 
tomorrow, you find out and hear about a Marcus Peters signing. So what does Marcus Peters bring to the table at this stage of the game? Well, of course, he's not the same guy that he was. But in 2022, uh, he played 13 games, had one sack and an interception with the Baltimore Ravens. In 2021, he didn't play in any games. Remember, he tore his ACL in training camp, so he wasn't able to. And that was, matter of fact, right before the season started. I remember a lot of – matter of fact, it was the week. It wasn't even training camp. It was the week right before – the Raiders were going to play uh, the Ravens on that Monday night football game. I remember there was a Baltimore Raven fan that was hitting me up and talking all kind of trash that, you know, there's no way that the Raiders were going to be uh, able to beat the Baltimore Ravens. And I kept saying, well, you know, I think that it could be a close game. And he was like, no way. And he was dogging the hell out of me on Twitter. And then all of a sudden that day in practice, Marcus Peters went down. Uh, another guy went down. A running back went down. Uh, it's just, it was, it was wild how it happened. If you remember that practice, it was like two or three guys in the matter of two days went down to torn ACLs. Marcus Peters was one of them. So that was 2021. Uh, he, they, he didn't play at all. In 2020, he played 14 games, had one sack and four interceptions. That was with the Baltimore Ravens. And then 2019, he played 16 games with the Rams and the Ravens. Remember, he got traded from the Rams midseason. So he ended up with uh, zero sacks, but five picks and three touchdowns. So uh, three pick sixes. He's a guy that can get his hands on the ball. He can get the ball to the end zone if he you know has the opportunity. Obviously, he slowed down a little bit as he's getting a little bit older and coming off an injury. But he's still a guy that has a knack for the ball. So uh, don't be surprised that sometimes sooner rather than later you hear about a signing of Marcus Peters. And, of course, when it happens, we'll definitely talk about it. I mentioned it on Wednesday's show that uh, the Raiders have their joint practices all lined up with both the 49ers and the Rams. The practice with the 49ers will be in Henderson at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center and against the Rams. That will be in Irvine, Southern California. So uh, the Raiders play the 49ers at Allegiant Stadium on the 13th. They play the Rams uh, there in SoFi at August 19th, and they close out the preseason August 26th in the DFW uh, playing at uh, Arlington at Jerry's World against the Dallas Cowboys. A couple more nuggets I have for you for segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast before we get to segment number two and part two, part one, I mean, of my conversation with Trevor Sikama from Pro Football Focus talking all things Mad Max Crosby. This text comes from Flores Plunkett, and the reason I want to give you this text is because, well, the soundbite that I have to follow it it all ties together. So Flores Plunkett says, Hey Q, hope you're having a great day. Love your show, man. Been trying to get an answer to this question, but haven't been able to find out. Realize it is too late for JJ to get a multi-year deal to, due to the deadline passing and also the same with the trade. But what if the Raiders and JJ kept working on a multi-year deal and then they agreed on the terms? Could they rescind the tag, release JJ, then sign him as a free agent? Sorry for the long message. Appreciate you. That's from Flores Plunkett. And I don't really know the details when it comes to that exact scenario. I don't believe that that's a possibility. I know that they could rescind the tag and just allow him to be a free agent, but I don't think they could rescind the tag and then all of a sudden just sign him as a, as a free agent. But... This is what I did find out on Wednesday that I was not aware of. And so I'm glad that you asked that question because it kind of led to that. Shereen Williams, Pro Football Talk. She does a great job. She's a Hall of Fame voter, uh, been around the game for a very long time. She knows her X's and O's and she knows all things NFL. So she was a guest on my radio show on Wednesday. And I asked her, and you'll hear the question just straight up about the running backs and what is it going to do to get them to camp? And does she think that maybe they'll just show up by week one? Shereen had a great answer that I was not aware of, something that the Raiders and the Giants, she believes, most likely will do to get those guys in camp. Check it out. You've been covering the league for a long time. Do you think that there's any chance that this turns into a situation where these guys aren't ready to play week one and start missing game checks? Well, what people tend to forget, and like Saquon came out this week again and said, I may not be there for the start of the season. I may just sit out. Well, what people forget is they, can, they can't negotiate a long-term contract. 
they can tweak the one-year franchise tag. So that's more than likely what you're going to see with Josh Jacobs and with Saquon Barkley. They're going to tweak that contract, give him a little juice in there, and then say, we promise not to franchise tag you again after this year. And that will get the player to training camp or the start of the season or, or whenever they decide to do that. But I, I tend to believe that both of these teams will do that and both of these players will show up probably sooner than later, maybe not right at the start of training camp because we're pretty close here, but at, at least fairly early in training camp. I think you're going to see those guys in training camp with, with the, the promise uh, that they're not going to get franchise tagged again next year. Okay. You know, it's just not, it's not in the players' best interest to sit out. We saw that with Le'Veon Bell. It's not in the team's best interest to have the player sit out. It's not like they can, as long, unless they rescind the tag, it's not like they can use that $10 million on somebody else. And it's a, it, he's a valuable member of your team. There's a reason you put the tag on him. So they'll come together, I think, both sides on both teams, and they'll get something done. That, that gets those guys in there for at least the start of the season. So I thought that was an interesting little nugget right there from Shereen Williams. And again, I don't claim to know everything. I did not know that you could put a little bit of sugar or sweeten up the deal a little bit when it comes to the franchise tag. They can't get a long-term deal done, but right now they're set to make $10 million, but the teams could add a little sugar to it. They can make it a little bit sweeter. They could put a little money on top that may get them into camp, especially since it seemed like that they were pretty close. I didn't realize that that was a possibility, but when the Hall of Famer Shereen Williams lets me know that, that's why I have her on my radio show. That's why I bring nuggets like this to the show because I want to pass that along as well. I'm sure I wasn't the only guy that was not aware of that. Thought that was a really good, interesting nugget from Shereen Williams at NFL Shereen. You can check her out on Twitter. Of course, she's part of Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio and company. So that's all I got for you for segment number one of today's Lockdown Raiders podcast. Kind of news and notes of the day. Again, the rookies report to training camp today. The veterans report on the 25th. The first day of practice is the 26th. Coming up in segment number two will be part one of my conversation with Trevor Sikama from Pro Football Focus talking all things Mad Max Crosby. Before I get to any of that, though, I do want to tell you about our partners at eBay Motors and the fact that they've teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each and every week all season long. It doesn't matter if you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster so with draft prep underway for the upcoming season let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's ebay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the weeks and i would tell you about running backs but yeah you know it's kind of a sore subject right now so i'll go ahead and talk about the wide receiver position how about cd lamb and aj brown he says looking to make a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick in the first round and the first pick in the second round catch an initial spark for your roster by revving up with two elite nfc east wide receivers the Cowboys' cd lamb and the eagles aj brown a letter perfect guaranteed early fit Count on Lamb driving Dak Prescott in Dallas. New look passing game to big numbers. And Brown revving up Jalen Hurts downfield throwing often again in Philadelphia. So, again, those are the, uh, those are the guys he's focusing in on, C.D. Lamb and A.J. Brown. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. From air filters to brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks and struts, you name it, 
eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank that AC, say goodbye to sweating in your ride, and if your ride needs a little bit of fixing up because now you know you'll always be set for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle's calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride, not Russell Wilson. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Ready to jump into part one of the conversation. Really good conversation I had on Wednesday on my radio show, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920 with Trevor Sycamore from Pro Football Focus. Uh, you can check him out on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trade. Does a fantastic job. Uh, he joined my radio show to talk about a piece he did on Mad Max Crosby. I encourage you to read it. Raiders Max Crosby is running and winning his own marathon to be the NFL best. Here's part one of that conversation. Enjoy. Join us now on the phone lines to talk about that guy, Mad Max Crosby, is Trevor Sycamore from Pro Football Focus. You can find his piece on Pro Football Focus right now. Raiders Max Crosby is running and winning his own marathon to be the NFL's best. And Trevor, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. I definitely appreciate you. First of all, fantastic piece. It was very informative, great details. I definitely appreciate uh, everything that went into this piece. How fun was it putting this together, all the people you talked to, from Max Crosby to his college coach and others? Oh man, it was it, it was awesome. You know, that was the first time that I've had the opportunity to really sit down and, and get to talk with Max. And like many others out there, you know, I've read about his story. Certainly, we scouted him when he was coming out of Eastern Michigan. I've, I've followed his success through the NFL. Uh, we know his courageous battle uh, against alcoholism that he's been very public with. And so, you know, it was I was really looking forward to it. And and for everybody out there who knows, you know, sometimes when you're using a Zoom and you get a Zoom meeting, because that's how I was talking to him, you only get 40 minutes, right? Uh, those 40 minutes went up very, very quickly when it came to Max Crosby because I was having such a great time getting to know him. So, I mean, it was great talking with him. It was great talking with um, uh, Coach Creighton as well, his head coach at Eastern Michigan. And it, it, these are just two great people. And, and, and Max specifically, man, the reason why the conversation was so easy with him and why you know, follow-up questions were so easy to come up with is because he is just so real about everything. You know, he's not giving you cookie-cutter answers. You know, it's not like he's trying to recite a script that he's heard somebody say before, give the answers that he feels like he's supposed to give. That's not what he's about. You are getting Max Crosby and every single answer that he gives, whether it's about football, whether it's about being a husband, a father, where he's going, how he got there, all kinds of stuff. So it was definitely a joy to uh, get to know him a lot, and it was uh, certainly an honor telling a little bit of his story in that piece. Well, I'll tell you, it was well documented again from his journey from Texas to Eastern Michigan to, you know, showing up, not knowing, the coach not knowing if he was going to be a D1 player or he's going to be a, a, a supermodel, right? I mean, just nobody, I just all the details that went into this piece, I thought it was really well done. And uh, how about his coach, Coach Creighton, as you mentioned, him being the only coach to offer him a D1 full scholarship ride and end up being a diehard Raider fan at the same time. Like, how, how did that come together so conveniently? I, and I asked him a little bit about that, too. And, you know, unfortunately, 
there's there's so many great quotes that I felt like I, I just couldn't include in the piece because it would have been 5,000 words long. But, you know, I asked Coach specifically about that, how he grew up a diehard Raiders fan. And, you know, of course, his smile was as big as could be talking about it. And how, uh, you know, he actually went to the Pro Bowl. Um, Max Crosby went to the Pro Bowl, but then uh, so did his coach, Coach Creighton. He brought his son with him. And, uh, you know, they're both sitting there in the stands getting to watch Max play with a Raiders jersey on. And he just talked about how incredible that was, getting to share that moment with his son, uh, share that bond of sports, and getting to watch Max Crosby play for their favorite team. And um, that was just, it was such a cool little element of that story. And, you know, you mentioned that he was the only coach to offer Crosby a full scholarship, which is crazy to think of obviously right now when you see his NFL success. But one of the questions that I asked uh, coach Creighton is, Hey, you know, when did you know that that you had something special with Max? Like, when did you know that he was going to be an NFL player? And his answer again, very real. And it was great. He's like, look, I I didn't. He's like, I didn't, I didn't have this moment where I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to absolutely dominate the NFL, especially from those first impressions that he had as a recruit and when he got onto the field uh, early on. But shortly after that, he talked about Crosby's work on the scout team when mm-hmm. he was just a redshirt freshman going up against some juniors and seniors that they had on their offensive line that eventually went to the NFL, one of them being Andrew Wiley, who is – uh, a reigning Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs. And he said that Max Crosby, as just an 18-year-old fresh onto campus, was going to war with these guys. Like <laughs> There were some plays where he was getting the better of them as a true freshman on scout team. And it was kind of those moments compounded with others over the next couple of years that uh, allowed him to become a draftable player, certainly uh, one that was a gem in the fourth round. But, you know, it was funny. That was another question that I absolutely loved the realness of the answer where his coach said, look, I, I didn't know that he would for sure be this player because there's so many things that you have to do right at the NFL level. And he's like, I knew Max was up for the challenge, but there's a lot of guys that are up for the challenge. And the pro level sometimes just swallows you up, but – that wasn't the case for Max, certainly, as one of the best edge rushers in the NFL now. I love what his coach said about his best quality being two inches under the left side of his chest, talking about his heart. And obviously, he's got it upstairs. You know, he's got it between the ears as well. But just saying the heart, it starts there with the heart when it comes to Max Crosby. And I think that all of Raider Nation sees him put that on the line each and every day. Just how, how big is that, that that's where it all starts is the heart? Well, it's huge because, you know, throughout that piece, and again, there's there's a lot of quotes that I, I, I couldn't even fit in there. His mindset is just, it's, it's all pro. You know, you've got to be an all pro between the ears, like you mentioned, and within your heart before you ever step onto that football field. Because, you know, when the going gets tough, if you will, when things go unexpected, when adversity really punches you in the face and, Sometimes that can be metaphorical. Sometimes that can be in the form of a massive all-pro offensive tackle who's standing in front of you. You've got to be able to adjust to it, and not just adjust, thrive. And you can only do that if you believe you're the baddest dude on the field and you, you know in your heart that you have done everything you could do to make yourself ready for those moments. And I think that's the part of Max Crosby that is so awesome to watch and so cool to listen to uh, is that he really has this no reservation type of mentality when it comes to being the best version of himself. So when those moments come, 
He talks about how I live for those big moments under the bright lights, but it's because he's ready for them, and it's because he can 100% say with confidence, I prepare for this moment as much as I possibly could, mentally, physically, in the weight room, in the, in the, uh, in the film room, uh, with my diet, like whatever it is. And that is the product that you've seen over the last two years as a guy who has led the NFL in pressures. And so that, that to me, you know, I, I, I asked him about, hey, you know, what makes a great pass rusher? Hey, what do you do as a pass rusher and things like that? And it was so much more evident that, of course, he's physically gifted. He's got the long arms. He's got the great burst. He's got the agility, all these things. But what truly allows him to be in that tier one of edge rushers is the fact that his preparation and his mentality is uh, is all pro before he even plays a snap out there every single year. So that was the, the thing that really stood out to me. Talking all things Max Crosby right now with Trevor Sycamore from Pro Football Focus. He's got a piece out right now. Raiders Max Crosby is running and winning his own marathon to be the NFL's best. And so I ask you, as we've seen what he's been able to do over the course of his short career, and he's got the contract extension, he's the leader of the Raiders, how does a guy with all those great attributes that we just talked about, how does he slip to the fourth round? Yeah, that is, uh, you know, something that, that I talked about in my piece. You know, that's something that, of course, he was an unknown as a recruit. You know, we, we went over the fact that he really only had one scholarship offer and a lot of, you know, whether you like it or not, a lot of scouting profiles for these guys start as recruits. And when you are a lower star recruit, sometimes you're just not getting noticed. Sometimes they're not paying attention to you as much. For as much as I think it is an empire scouting in the at the NFL level, it's not always true that, hey, if you play well, people will find you. And I think that that was kind of the case with Crosby. All right, well, he had a couple of quiet years at EMU. He really kind of burst onto the scene his final year there. He played well. He was an all-conference selection. But you just never know. It was almost kind of a repeat of – what the recruiting cycle was for him, where you just go, hey, man, there's still a lot. There's a lot of things to bet on here, but it can go either way with him. And, and really, again, it just comes down to that drive and that want to, um, those two inches uh, below the left side of your chest, <laughs> if you will. But that's what every scout's looking to find. Though that's why you go through this process. That's why you interview all of these coaches that are around these guys, teammates that are around these guys. That's the part that you're trying to figure out because if you can hit, on the personality of these players, more often than not, that's when you're gonna you're gonna form a really good football team. And of course, the Raiders were able to hit on that in a major way. Not that he's the only one that they've hit on, but he is uh, just such a crown jewel for them. I think of their drafts over the last couple of years, getting him as a steal in the fourth round. How you love that, <laughs> right? Got to have a little swagger when you say that. How you love that? That was a really good. Part one of the conversation. Again, uh, one of the best interviews I've done probably, I don't know, all month on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. And I pride myself in the interviews that I do and the guests that I have on. But this was a no-doubter, must-have must guest to talk about the piece that he put out about Max Crosby. Again, it's called Max Cros Raiders Max Crosby is running and winning his own marathon to be the NFL best. Coming up in segment number three, you got it. Part two of the conversation I had with Trevor Sycamore from Pro Football Focus coming up next here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Lockdown Raiders podcast. Time to jump into part two of the conversation with Trevor Sikama from PFF.com, Pro Football Focus. Really good piece that's out right now. I do encourage you to go check it out. I know you want to hear the interview. Really good stuff. I appreciate you listening to the interview, but I definitely think you should definitely go read the article. Max Crosby is running and winning his own marathon to be the NFL best. So here's part two of the conversation with Trevor, and we're going to start off talking about the last dance? Yeah, we're going to take it back to 2020 and talk about the last dance and how it impacted Mad Max Crosby. Here it is. Check it out. Trevor, I remember back in uh, you know 2020 when the pandemic was going on, there was absolutely no sports. The one thing that happened and saved the day for all of us was the last dance. And I know this didn't happen in 2020, but the last dance was big for Max Crosby. He went and binge-watched it. In your article, he binge-watched the last dance, took two days, and he decided he's going back to Vegas to make a big, huge impact. How big was that documentary? How big was Michael Jordan, who he now has tattooed on his chest? How big was that for him? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I set up that question for him in a way that uh, I ask a lot of guys this, right? Hey, you're coming off a really big year, or you just had a big year a couple of years ago, whatever it was. And you ask him, hey, how did the switch flip? How were you able to take that massive next step to where you are uh, now at a really high point? of your football career. And so it's a question that's very common. I think everybody asked it, but the answer that he gave was better than I could have imagined because, you know, he smiles and he reminisces about where it started and he immediately went through this moment. And it was a moment where uh, coming off of that 2020 season, he had broken his hand, he had torn his labrum and he was in Los Angeles about to get surgery. And he says that he remembers sitting in a hotel room with, his now wife, Rachel, and they're sitting there. They're two days out from getting these two major surgeries. The body feels broken. You know, it wasn't the year that he wanted to have coming off of uh, that rookie season. And he sat there, and he's a huge basketball guy. So the last dance, I'm actually really surprised that it took him that long to watch the last dance, knowing how big of a basketball guy he is. But I guess that kind of just tells you how crazy these guys' schedules is. So he binge-watches the whole thing in two days. And the way that he talked to me, about how inspired he was about that. You see that out on the field. And he, t- he said to me, he's like, I, t- I, told him, I told Rachel at the time, I'm about to go back to Las Vegas and change everything. And he did. He changed his preparation, both in-season and off-season. He, approached, he, he changed how he uh, approached his diet, his strength and conditioning, uh, how he approached what he does on the field, how he prepares for it, how he's going to watch film against a lot of these other guys. And it was, again, that inspiration to win – and be a champion in your mind before you are in your trophy case, if you will. And he said, look, MJ, Michael Jordan believed that he was the best basketball player and nobody could tell him any different. And just after that full conversation with Max, whether we were chatting about the last dance part of his story or anything else, it's very clear that he believes he's the best edge rusher in the NFL. And simply every time he goes out there every Sunday, it's just about proving it. It's not about proving it to himself. He already believes that wholeheartedly. It's about proving it to everybody else. And that's that MJ mentality. He talked about Kobe Bryant as well. Just these guys who had full confidence in their own abilities. And, and, and that's something that has just permeated throughout his entire process of how he has become this great edge rusher. 
Tell you what, I thought that was an awesome part of the story. Again, Trevor Sikama is our guest from Pro Football Focus here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. So you mentioned he wants to be the best. He believes he is the best. You're there at Pro Football Focus. He's been the, the leading uh, guy when it comes to getting pressures in the NFL the last two seasons. How does Max Crosby now take his game to another even higher level that he's playing at already? Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 hard to say that he can, right? And and that's that's not a knock on him. He's in that tier one of edge rushers. You know, it's uh, funny. I uh, a couple of weeks ago, not knowing that I was going to have the opportunity to do this story, I had the pleasure of doing the edge rush rankings in the NFL heading into the 2023 season. And I had Max Crosby, I believe, at number five in that tier one of edge rushers. So you know, I had him with. Guys like Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, Joey Bosa was also in that group. And so he was in that tier one, but he was number five for me. And while we were having this conversation, he was talking about wanting to be number one. I was honest with him at the end of the interview, and I said, hey, man, I had you tier one, but I did not have you at number one. And, of course, I said to him, I'll be very excited for the day that I, I can hopefully put you at number one. And he laughed and he looked at me. And he's like, I will hold you to that. So, nice. you know, when that happens one day, I'm hoping that uh, in a couple of years, he's just got so much consistency to him that it's undeniable, right? Because that is the big difference right now. You know, his pass rush win percentage was 24.2, which was by far the highest number in the NFL that 2021 season where he led the NFL in pressures as well with 100. If you combine what he's done over the last two years, he's still number one in pressures, but his pressure percentage, how often he is affecting the quarterback, that dipped a little bit last year, and so that number is a little bit further down, which, again, you know, it keeps him in that conversation with the best, but what puts you up at number one – and. For example, I had Miles Garrett at number one. It's because Garrett has been very high in his pass rush productivity for about three, four years now in a row. And when you consistently are in the low 20% when it comes to pass rush win percentage, which is going to be one of the highest marks in the NFL every year, that's when you start to get undeniable, right? And that's what all these athletes talk about. I don't want it to be a discussion that you can't put me in the top three or, in his case, number one. So, to me, it's just sustained success. He's already gotten towards the peak of that mountaintop. He's already shown you that, at times, he can be one of the most dominant forces on the edge. Now it's about just stacking a couple of years together here and there and making it undeniable. Raiders' Max Crosby is running and winning his own marathon to be the NFL best. That's the piece out on Pro Football Focus by Trevor Sikama, who's been our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Trevor, great stuff. What else are you working on that we should be on the lookout for? Like, that's not enough, but what else you got coming? <laughs> no, man, we're, we're doing all sorts of great work over at Pro Football Focus. We're getting everybody ready for the season with our season previews. Me, personally, I'm, I'm really looking into the 2024 NFL draft class Ooh. already. We're doing our summer scouting, so if you're uh, into the NFL draft, we're releasing all sorts of rankings and big boards and things like that, getting you ready for that season as well. All right, good stuff. Well, thank you so much for giving us the time and great piece. You did a great job, and I, I know that I can tell by the sound of your voice you had a lot of fun putting it together, so I definitely appreciate that. Uh, of course I did. Appreciate it, Q, anytime, man. So there it was right there. 
part two and the final part of the conversation with Trevor Sikama from PFF.com at Tampa Bay Trey on Twitter. Again, great job by Trevor. Great job to be able to get Max Crosby in. You heard him early in the in the interview talking about he was on that Zoom call with him for about 40 minutes long. And Max is, uh, I've been saying it for a while, becoming a household name. Uh, he was on with Ted Wynn from The Athletic, breaking down film. Now he's on with Trevor Sikama from PFF.com talking about, you know, how he went from being a fourth-round pick to being a, almost that. well, he is not almost. He is a household name now when it comes to edge rushers and the fact that he wants to be the number one guy. He wants to be the very very best and I have no problem with that having that drive is awesome the Raiders need about two or three more Max Crosby's and they'd be in a great spot but Max is dope I'm glad that he's on the Raiders I'm glad he's represented for the team and he wants not only to be the best but he also wants the team to be the best and he wants to drive the other guys on the team to be the best and I do think that he's that dude that's going to push guys and we'll find out sooner rather than later once training camp opens up and we see the first day of practice on the 26th how much Max Crosby is able to push those guys and maybe even get a little bit more juice out of them and then than they normally would bring because again Mad Max is pushing the limits and trying to make sure everybody is accountable and everybody's playing at the very highest level. So that's all I got for you for today's show. Definitely appreciate you. Hopefully you enjoyed that that conversation with Trevor Sycamore. Definitely let me know about it. 707-654-4693. It's the Lockdown Raider Podcast voicemail line. Coming up tomorrow's show, we'll close out the week real strong. We'll get back to your calls and texts. We'll get back to more news and notes. And of course, we'll have plenty of conversation. And maybe by that time, Marcus Peters will be signed, sealed, and delivered and be a member of the Silver and Black. But until then, Raider Nation, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Love on your family. Most importantly, as always, just win, baby.